0: Good evening, everyone. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The section from the book of Acts that Lisa just read is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. I am an unabashed lover of community and this passage gets right to the spirit of a communal vision for Christian life. Here in this description of the early followers of Jesus, post-crucifixion, post-resurrection and filled with the Holy Spirit, we see a glimmer of a vision for the kingdom of God. We see the potential of humanity at our best, sharing all things so that no one has any need, breaking bread together with glad and generous hearts. Yet even for those early Christians, we know that this moment was just a glimmer. The book of Acts continues with stories of violent deaths and persecution, betrayal, and infighting. Our epistles then further show a body of Christ that lives continually in the not yetness of God's kingdom splintered, fractured, quarreling, so flawed, so human. But this text captures a moment before all of that. Christianity is fresh, new, not yet a religion even. Still just a group of people trying to follow Jesus, trying to follow the way. It has not yet latched onto empire in the name of power and efficiency. Its dance with white supremacy is still centuries away. In normal times, this text poses a challenge, an illustration of what Christian life could be. Filled with the Holy Spirit, we must tend to both the spiritual and the material needs of our communities in such a way so that no one has any need. It is a radical call to action. But in coronavirus time, I'm also so tempted to read this text almost like a cruel reminder of all the things that I cannot have right now. They spent much time together in the temple, the text reads, tantalizingly describing a time where our deepest longings for fellowship and communion are met. I don't know about you, but I long for this right now. I long for the physical act of being together in our chapel at Richmond Hill of taking communion with you all, hugging you, being with you. Ronald Rolheiser writes that spirituality is what we do with the holy longing inside of us. And if we allow it to, this longing can be destructive. If we allow ourselves to pay attention only to the things that we do not have, we live in a world of scarcity and want. It turns us against one another, thinking only for ourselves and our needs. But what if we see this longing inside of us as that vital thread that keeps us connected even when we can't be together? What if this longing is the Holy Spirit working through us? Reminding us that we are profoundly interconnected with one another in some wondrous and awesome ways. Reminding us, perhaps, that our liberation is indeed bound up with one another. One of my favorite writers, Adrian Marie Brown, loves to say that what we pay attention to grows. I see gratitude as a practice of paying attention, of noticing those glimmers of the kingdom of God all around us, like in that bug that just flew in front of my face. Gratitude is so easily made trite, cliche, or even worse, instrumentalized to make us feel shame. I am not here to say that you should feel grateful. Instead, I wanna offer an invitation both to you and to me, because I know I need it. An invitation to practice gratitude as an act of resilience and resistance to a world and a global economy that wants us to feel scarcity and want. If what we pay attention to grows, paying attention to those glimmers of the kingdom of God inherently expands God's kingdom here on earth. So today, pay attention. Pay attention to the way that the light hits the tree just outside your window. Pay attention to the pixelated video screen where you see the face of someone you love. Pay attention to the mutual aid networks and food distribution sites and prison advocacy work and health clinics that are popping up and continue to work all over our city. Pay attention to your own heartbeat in the pulse of the vein on your neck, reminding you that here I am. Gratitude opens us up to the awe and wonder of God and the world, and calls us to a generosity of spirit that is so needed right now. Today, all across the country is Giving Tuesday Now, And we at Richmond Hill are running a fundraiser. I invite you to give with glad and generous hearts to this community and to all the others that you care about that so desperately need your financial support right now. There is so much good work being done here in Richmond and all across the world. So much to support at a time of so much need. But more than that, in this time where the not yetness of God's kingdom is so apparent in our world, pay attention to those glimmers of it that you do see. Pay attention to them so that they grow. Let those glimmers fill you with awe and wonder. Go then with glad and generous hearts, filled with the Holy Spirit, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. Amen.